The Retro Buzz starts right after this. Hey guys, it's Friday, so it's time for the Retro Buzz, and again, we're back, and this guy, he just can't be patient, <laughs> Glenn Planamento, and uh, he is so happy. No, well, now, Glenn, you gotta show the other two, you gotta show the other two, because he didn't just buy one, but he got the core. My PC engine isn't here yet, it's still stuck on custom, so I only got the two right now, but I do have... I do have my 3D printed little mini. So, so technically, so you have four. Uh, technically, five, but the other one's put away. <laughs> so, remember, Who's I have five. You, you said it yourself. You gotta, I have five. five you got to count the right one. Yeah, that's. <laughs> he, he. It wasn't enough that he had to. He had to make one. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. I'm, we'll make more. That's just, that was just a prototype one. I got to make a couple more. And Doug. I, Doug and myself are sitting here empty-handed, and we nothing. Got nothing. I got <laughs> that's why you don't pre-order. Since what, Doug? July? What did we say in July seventeenth? July seventeenth. Yeah. That's when I ordered mine. So I... thanks, Glenn, for proving <laughs> good e-commerce people wrong and calling us idiots. That's right. You never pre-order. Pre-order for suckers. You wait. <laughs> you just do it. And, and, and I every day. and I thought it was bad that I did it like. Two months ago, when I'm talking to Doug in February, he's like, "Yeah, just order it," and then we both get. We both yeah. so, the funnier part was both of you like, "Glenn, you got to do it. You got to pre-order it. Glenn, you got to pre-order it. You got to do it." And here they are. Yeah. Well, here's another guy, our special guest today. We've got Pat and Plays, and uh, Plays. He actually has one too. Dun dun. Now, now you didn't go the eBay route, Patton, so tell everybody how you got yours. Right. I just went to Amazon Japan, which actually uh, Rick67, one of the guys on my Discord, he's a big supporter of the channel, told me, hey, people are getting theirs from Amazon Japan. So I went there, signed up for it, um, and I got it really quick, very fast. Yeah, you said, what, within 10 days, and I still got something from the Ukraine. 10 days. I just looked it up. I think um, it was March 28th was the order. No, I'm sorry, March 20th. And it got to my front doorstep April 2nd. Wow. So very fast. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this a little bit as the show progresses. But I know, Glenn, you have some new stuff. You have three new news articles that you want to go over real quick. We've got some news that we want to talk about. So I'm going to flip it over to you. Oh, only maybe two are news articles. One, uh, Glenn Rant. Oh, oh, oh. You know? I need to make a graphic so, for that. The soapbox. <laughs> so... One of the things is we, uh, you know, we have the official uh, Ad Games fan page. We get close to three thousand subs on there, and when we do hit three thousand subs, Ad Games is going to have some giveaways. I think they'll give away two blast units and one of the Legends uh, consoles. Not not the ultimate, the Legends Ultimate, one of the small little Legends uh, plugins. Flashback. Flashback. Thank you very much. Um, so that's one of the things that's coming up. So 
If you're not a member currently of the official At Games a Global fan page, please join us. We have P-Dubs, we have me, Time Plays, everyone's on there. Um, come join us, come subscribe, and maybe you could be one of the lucky winners. We're getting very close. Um, another news thing is really from a company called Terra Onion. And now, for people who don't know Terra Onion, they manufacture very high quality, but also not very cheap uh, add-ons for your classic consoles. Uh, they came out with a add-on for the Sega Genesis that'll let you play Sega CD games and all the ROMs. Uh, they came out with one for the TurboGrafx-16 PC Engine that plugs into the back that lets you play the original games plus play the ISOs. Uh, again, they're about $300 a piece. They're not cheap, but they do go out of stock quite quite often, but they're very high quality. But they just announced today something new. Um, for people who have a Dreamcast or a Sega Saturn, uh, there are currently other ways to get it to play ROMs off of an SD card. But they're coming out with one that's a dual mode, meaning that you could drop it into a Dreamcast or you could drop it into a Sega Saturn. You can use an SD card or you can use, I think, I believe a SATA drive, like an SSD. Um, it's taking pre-orders right now. But again, I already told you what happens to people do pre-orders. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that Terranian does make some high-quality stuff. They're always saying, get what you pay for. And they do come out with very high-quality stuff. Now, what they do do is their technology is mostly based on fully programmable Gatorades, FPGAs. So even when they release it, if there is something buggy or glitchy, they can update the code. And again, this is not emulation. An FPGA is, is recreation. So they're basically making chips that emulate the proper parts of the equipment. So I have high hopes for what they're coming out with for their Dreamcast and the Saturn. But I will say, I will say that it's not the cheapest thing out there. And you can go and get clone drives now, like EverDrive clones on, on eBay uh, from China um, that do most of the same stuff. But again, usually Terra Onion is usually, you're talking about your Hyundai Elantra versus going towards your you know Elon Musk Tesla car. But you're paying for it. Um, I think there was three things. For yeah, and then the last... Right, exactly. And the last one is just a rant. It's, it's not really a really bad rant. Um, Metal Jesus, I love Metal Jesus. I, I don't talk to him a lot, but when he actually responds to my messages, I'm always like, thank you. But he did have a, a video today talking about all the, the minis, because he got his, you know, the TurboGrafx-16 uh, mini, and he was rating all the minis. And one thing he said there was just incorrect, and I'm, I have to correct him because, you know, it's, it has to do with my fellow Atari company. So he actually said today that, you know, Nintendo with the NES Classic kicked off all these minis, and that's completely not true. Actually, the Atari Mini, uh, M4 at Games got involved. 2004 was the original Atari Flashback Mini. It was a Mini before they called it the Mini. So they were well, well before the curve. Right, this is the video right here. And uh, I could agree with everything you pretty much said here, except for the NES Classic did not, I repeat, did not start it. Maybe it made it more popular. That's possible. Nintendo seems to, you know, when throw the Nintendo name brand is something that kind of shoots it up. Uh, right now, Atari, with, uh, to be quite honest, the, the stupid things they've been doing as of late, I can't blame people for not saying Atari was the first with it. Uh, but I'm really disappointed in the current Atari. And again, I said it in the, in the pre-show, to me, the current Atari is the Kathleen Kennedy of companies. <laughs> That's it. Don't my rant. That's it? That's the best you <laughs> oh, can do? You... Well, I don't want to tell you. If it's patent plays, I'm going to take up the whole episode with my rant. You know I'll do it. <laughs> so... Now that he's got that out of his system, I do. And, and until somebody brings up Star Wars in the in the in the post show, um, one of the other things that I, I think we should we should bring up is about the Nintendo Switch, right? Uh, I was talking with you guys in, in pre show a little bit about it. Back in January, 
Nintendo came out and said, no new hardware. We're not planning on doing this when Xbox and Sony said, we're bringing new consoles. Um, the recent update, there was a version 10 for the Switch that came out, and we've seen a, a lot of them not be around, right? You can go to the store, you can't find them. Well, there was an article that came out that leaked that Nintendo, in the update, found that there was like a dual screen pro model uh, to, to your to your comment Doug earlier that the pro model which I don't know how much I believe of that because it's like having two switches at the same time you might as well just buy two so the price is going to reflect that but there is a new model coming and that would kind of explain the lack of switches that you can buy right now some were saying that they're trying to empty out the current stock maybe it's just a bump up Maybe it's, you know, a little bit better graphics. Maybe it's a little bit better battery power. I kind of want to get everybody's thoughts. What What do you guys think about this? Do you think there's some truth to this? Or do you think, um, you know, we'll start with Doug. What do you What do you think that, you think Nintendo's trying to slip that in there because of the economics and how everything is? Uh, I don't, I mean, it seems to me like a super strange choice if they do go with like a dual screen thing because that's essentially what the 3DS was and that's what they discontinued to, Kind of go in favor of the switch because the switch essentially did everything the 3ds does even better it's portable it's got a beautiful screen and everything you don't need two screens you've got a nice wide play field and everything so i'd be really perplexed to see them go back to having dual screens i wouldn't be surprised to see them have an upgraded you know beefier version of the switch for those hardcore enthusiasts that maybe need a little more power in their games but i don't know i'm going to take all this with a grain of salt and take it as speculation because nintendo Typically, it's just very, very, very tight-lipped about everything and anything they do. So I'd be very shocked to see something like this, something this weighty as far as their product development cycles, being able to get out in the open like that without them knowing or allowing it. Because, I mean, they're notorious for shutting people down that leak, share, any kind of information. So the fact that somebody's not getting black-bagged and thrown in a van right now <laughs> over that information kind of kind of makes me think that maybe it's not as serious or at least the details aren't exactly as specific as what that article entailed. Unless somebody did get black bagged and thrown around somewhere and we just don't know about it. Very true. Very true. That could be. Patton, pretty good at that. Patton, do you agree? <laughs> do you agree with that? Do you think we're going to see a new one or do you think that uh, we already saw the new one for this year? Um, are you talking about the light? Cause actually my, my daughter has the switch, the original switch that came out. My son has a switch light. Um, so there and... was, there was two switch switches that connected a TV. They had the original one that my son has as well. Then they mm -hmm. came out with an all red box that had better battery performance. I don't know if everybody saw that, but it was, I think it also had um, a few other tweaks to it a little bit faster. Um, mm -hmm. That's the one that everybody's selling for 450 bucks right now, but it was the same price and they kind of pushed away that original release model. So the original release model box was kind of white in the middle with the sides like the switch. Now the new one has, it's an all red box. Hmm. Plus that. Yeah, plus no, the light. I, I don't, I don't know too much about it, but the, I don't think the light can connect to the TV. Correct. correct? But correct. what you were talking about, the dual screens, is, is that from some kind of official source, or is that just like uh, talk about somewhere? Because it wasn't the whole reason, or at least from what I remember, with the DS, the 3DS, um, it wasn't you know a gimmick per se, but like wasn't that because one of the screens was a touch screen? But isn't the Switch screen already a touch screen? So yeah, I don't really get the whole reason behind a dual screen especially yeah. when the screen on the switch is, is really great and, it, and it's already a touch screen so 
what's the benefit to well, them having a dual screen system? One step backwards if you go to a dual screen yeah. system. Yeah. Currently. One of our buddies, RGT85, actually posted a video as well where they actually showed kind of like that dual screen purpose like with doing it. So go check out his video and you can kind of see what I guess the, the thought is behind it. Again, I don't know to your to your question about is it an official source? There's a lot of people that are unofficial sources that are posting, well, but there I'm sorry, was not, not official, but reliable source. Is it a reliable mm. source? Or is it like Kotaku? No, well, no, 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 but but they did say that Nintendo <laughs> semi confirmed slash confirmed it. So I don't know what that means. Well, I mean, if they wanted to move forward, they should have just made one with three screens, you know, triple screen, which, <laughs> or a screen on the back. It's, it's the Gillette Razor War all over again. <laughs> more, <laughs> is a better system, more razors, right? more blades. Yeah, exactly. You need five screens. Mm -hmm. Well, Glenn probably has every single one: the first iteration, the second iteration, and probably the the light. So, what's your, what's your take? Well, for me, Nintendo is definitely known as a company that does try to innovate. I mean, of all the new companies out there, Nintendo is the only one I can really think of that actually tries new things, tries to do things mm -hmm. differently, try to see what sticks. So, I think it's possible. Um, I don't think virtual having a secondary boy. screen, right? Yeah, I love the virtual boy. I got three of them. <laughs> Me too. I got actually, I, I like it a lot. It's a great. That's another machine. Again, I'm just giving a tangent. Another machine that <laughs> many people just said was bad, and people just bought into. But in any case, we'll get we'll talk about that another time. But the the point is, Nintendo is known for some innovations, and I think having a secondary screen, depending what they're using it for, um, could actually be good. I mean, the 3DS, the 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 DS. It was a nice design. I mean, yes, one was a touch screen, but having the two screens, having your game playing one and having your maps like in a Zelda game, there are some things that are just better than having it all in one single spot. So I think it's possible. Uh, maybe Nintendo was kind of dropping a seed and then all the, again, all this stuff's been happening that, uh, you know, maybe things get pushed back. You know, I, that's my personal opinion. I do think that what's going on currently in the world is going to throw a lot of things out of whack. Look at the movie. I just watched a video today about you know, AMC and these movies and how some films like Trolls, which is no low loss here, but right to, you know, right to uh, streaming. Mm -hmm. And they're thinking that might be something that goes down the pipe. So there is huge shifts in the industry, not just in the gaming world, in everything. So companies are going to, certain things are going to come off the table for a while. They may not see now until 2021 because of it. So who knows? Uh, do I think it's possible? I do. Do I think it's going to come out this year? I don't. So for anybody that's holding out, like myself, for a new one, because I was going to get the new updated one with the red box, when it comes back at normal price for normal people around, you know, May, June. Uh, you that what's Glenn that? Game? I said, you don't want to play that Glenn game where you buy it for a premium off eBay? No. No, I'm, I'm sticking with you on this. I'm going to wait. I'm a patient man. I will wait for it <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, look at this guy. Like I said, he's probably got three or four of them. But I, yeah. I do want it to connect to the TV. Otherwise, I'd probably get one of the switch lights. You know, I want to have it down here in the room. So I, I was just curious. I, you know, I, I didn't know what everybody's, what everybody's thoughts were on that. But uh, the thing with Nintendo also is that you know they're. I mean, I know you guys joke about like Android and Apple, but they're kind of like the Apple of the video we're not, we're not game. Joking. We're, not, we're not joking. <laughs> we're not joking. I wish you were joking. No, but um, uh, they're kind of like the Apple of the video game world where like they can put anything out except for the Virtual Boy at the time um, and people will buy it. I mean, yeah. they, they, they don't have to follow any kind of schedule that the other right. Um, right. companies do. They can release it. They can, they could do a March release 
and it'll do great. Um, You're right. And like I said, they, they actually are the only of the main three players that innovate and try to do something new, even if it's, you know, even if they think it might not, you know, go well, they'll, they'll still try something new. And I, I really respect Nintendo beyond that because Sony and Microsoft, I still have a PS3. I haven't gone anywhere past that. Um, but, you know, the most, you know, the upgrades they do with there's like graphics, power, processor, you know, right. they don't try anything new. Here's a controller, here's a system. And there's nothing wrong with right. that. But Nintendo is known for being around for so long and they try new things. And that's why they're, they're you know, in my opinion, at least fan wise, they, they're on top. You know, they may not right. always sell more than right. Sony or Microsoft, but right. Nintendo is well known way more than Sony and Microsoft. Right, and that's that's how Atari was. I gotta say Atari again. I was just back say, when it gonna... started, when it started, because that's what Atari was. Atari innovated controllers, different chipsets. That's what they did. Then Warner bought them and it fell apart. But Nintendo's been consistently since they came on the market with the NES. They put Robin there to make it look like a toy, just to mm-hmm. get people to get them in the stores. And of course, I bought that launch day again. TSW, TSW back even even the glove, but but right. Well, the glove the glove wasn't Nintendo. Yeah. Right. That was Mattel. But, but you know, the, the fact is that Nintendo does try things. It, 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 what Pat said a second ago, I agree with. The uh, Xbox line and the, the PlayStation line, they're basically just sticking a PC in a box, better graphics and, and, yep. and power, which is fine, which is fine. Um, you know, when they had to connect, that was, I thought, a, a good trend mm-hmm. to go with. And then right. with the the, uh, the PlayStation had their, their the globe, whatever they were called, those hand things. Move, they had. PlayStation right. Yeah. So, they were trying, and then they just gave up on it. They just they just flat out stopped it. So mm-hmm. Nintendo is still a company that will, whether it be a platform game-wise, something new, or hardware, they will at least give it a try. If it takes off, a lot of times they'll they'll stick with it and try, like they did with the, the Wii U, which I think was, was kind of dumb. They had the Wii. But the that Wii was U the test really for no, the Switch. There was no place for it. Yeah. That there was, was really the, no place for it. That was the beta for Switch. Cause I, when it, I got, it was. I got the it Wii was. U, and I was like. It was. This needs to be portable, where I can sit in my car, right. yeah. or on a plane and play this. And they just well, you know what? It was, it was get there with what prices it was. yet at that point. Right. The, yeah. the range at the house was too limited. My son, if it went like one room out, it stopped. You know, it just disconnects, stopped working. If they could have got the range a little bit further either in the house, it would have been better. PlayStation but had that though with the Vita. I was able to sit mm-hmm. three floors up, and I played my PS3. Uh, that was one yeah. of the reasons I bought it. I, you know, it wasn't for the games in the beginning. It was so I could remotely play because at the time I didn't have the room and I didn't have all stuff set up. So if the kids were doing something, I could sit there and, you know, play it on, on there. But props to Nintendo. I mean, they found a way to sell people cardboard this year or the last year and a half. <laughs> I still I mean, have I, not. I, I love the Labo stuff. The yeah. VR Labo stuff. I got that for my daughter for Christmas. I love it. Even though it's taken me like 24 hours to put all of it together, like combined. Yeah. Uh, I it's it's yeah it's just cardboard. I mean it's it's decent quality. Wait, wait. We gotta ask Pat, Pat, and we gotta ask Doug. How many of the sets did you buy? And be honest. I just bought, I bought I bought one. I bought ah! the robot kit. Hey, I'm, I'm a Lego nerd, so no, that's like, cool. That sounded right up my alley. I was like, sweet. But when I got it, then I was just like, eh. I just <laughs> I just bought some cardboard and this yeah. backpack. Hundred dollar really cardboard. Yeah. Yeah, hundred dollar cardboard, and this backpack's not really fitting uh, my adult <laughs> size man shoulders, and I, I probably should have rethought this. Yeah, that was and my it takes for, takeaway. To put so, Doug, like did you watch? Like, like did you watch the Lego Masters? 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Religiously. That's like the only reality TV that I watch. Wow. Sorry, Patton. I talked over you. I got to learn to zip my lips up. Patton, please. Oh, that's okay. please. No, I was just saying, like, it, it takes a long time. And I, I remember when I was putting some of these together for the VR set, I was like, the, the way they fold together, I mean, it's really, like, impressive. Like, I figured they had some kind of, you know, NASA, well, NASA's not Japan. Anyway, um, <laughs> some kind of years to set all this stuff up because I'm thinking, like, this folded this way. Like, there's no way this is going to turn it into a freaking bird. And look at that. I just made a goose. You know, it took me five hours, but I made a it's goose. It's called uh, Takara Tommy, you know, the people that made Transformers. And like, hey, we want to make Transformers out of cardboard. How do we do it? And they're like, we'll send over the engineers. <laughs> oh, there you go. Cardboard in disguise. Origami. $100 out of your pocket. So I actually, I got a really good score this week. Um, I I shared with You're you guys married, a couple. Dude. What's that? You're already married. What are you talking about? Well, besides that, um, oh. I mentioned to you guys a site that I, I sh quite frequent it for retro consoles. And I managed to score this complete in box with all the mini pamphlets, all the warranty cards, everything. The box you can see is in like. Mid shape, condition. yeah. Especially we're gonna be an all black console, yeah. I or showed black box, yeah. I showed Doug. I said, "Do you think I got a deal?" And Doug's like, "You got to steal." Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was Actually, jealous. Actually, all the ones you've gotten, you've gotten at a steal price. Everything you've gotten so far. So I didn't realize this because I'll be honest, because I don't know nothing. Okay, I didn't have this growing up. My brother did. I had I, again. I was a Sega guy. I had this Master System, the Sega Genesis, but the little door on the top which I know what it is for now, mm -hmm. the expanded memory, this ha came with it. It has the mm -hmm. little red expanded right. memory, and those things are going Four up megabytes. in price. Yeah. They're yeah. like 40 50 bucks. So on top of this, I not only got the game, the controller, the system, all the pamphlets, the box for 160 bucks out the door. Oh, great deal. That's a very good really? deal. That's why and it's I a great game, too. Podracer is literally one of the, the best in 64 mm -hmm. games, in my opinion. I know it's getting like a remake. I think uh, yep. it's supposed to come out in May for the PlayStation 4, so I'm excited to get that. So, speaking of the PlayStation, I don't know if you guys saw this or not. I happened to stumble upon that Sony actually released the price of the new PlayStation 5. Did you guys happen to see that? I hadn't. I heard Four, murmurings of what it was. 400 bucks. That's it? Like three ninety nine ninety nine. 400 bucks. There's no detail on if there's going to be different uh, oh. versions if there's going to be different teraflops and you know Probably all that good all stuff that. but rumor is that xbox is going to be 500 and they think that mm -hmm. sony's purposely undercutting them because they want to sell more units and i'm kind of curious yeah. what like your guys thoughts are yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they got like they priced themselves out initially when they did the playstation 3 because i think it was the first console that was 499 dollars if i remember correctly um, right and then Xbox came out and said, "No, we're not. We're not doing no five hundred dollars." So they got their legs cut out from them. And then PlayStation Four and the Xbox One, I think it was kind of reversed. Sony did this thing where it said, "Hey, we're going to lose money in the, the the beginning of it. Hopefully, sell some more consoles, but hopefully, it makes up in the long run." So it looks like they're probably going to revisit that same strategy just to kind of get out in front of Microsoft because the specs wise technically the the new microsoft what is it x is, i forget what the new console is called um, the new microsoft console it's technically in all aspects and specs better than this playstation 5 so to get out in front of that you got to take away price or have some exclusive games and if we don't know anything about the exclusive games yet ah, you but, gotta, that's, 
that, we do. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, no. That's I was going to add to that because yeah. I want you to keep going with that. So my source also told mm-hmm. me that the first year to two years, PlayStation will have no exclusive games that you can't get on the PlayStation 4. Well, that sucks. <laughs> so do you keep it? Do you do you upgrade? Do you get it first? Because a lot of people are saying, maybe you just stick with the, the PlayStation 4. And Xbox, I heard a similar rumor that they're going to do the same thing. Maybe you want it because Xbox dropped the price of their the Pro version. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact my rumor that I heard was correct because RGT85 also said that in one of his videos. He's thinking about going out and buying the Xbox Pro mm-hmm. because the same thing, the first year to two years, and I don't know if it's due to the pandemic that's going on, that there's not going to be any exclusive titles for the Xbox X, I think you called it, right? Is that, is that... Uh, I just remember it was called Project Scarlet. I forget what the official name is. Like I said, I've I've been sure. so not motivated about this new generation of PlayStation <laughs> Five and new X. I'm with so just you because, like, everything I was hoping, all like the rumors were like PlayStation Five was going to be backwards compatible from PlayStation One all the way to Four. I was like, you can have all my money if you do that. And then they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. So, oh, they're not doing that. Oh. No, like as soon as I heard that, that took the wind out of my sails. And Xbox mm-hmm. is like, we're giving you a computer and we're calling it a game console, even though we're selling <laughs> you a computer tower. And I'm like. Yeah, That's I was cool. wondering about that because it looks exactly like a PC tower. So, like, what? I don't know. Maybe Xbox people can explain it better. But I, okay. So you got Microsoft, you know, the Xbox, and then you got your PC, which usually runs off Windows unless you got an Apple mm-hmm. uh, computer. But what is Linux. the benefit? And Linux. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what, what is the benefit to having an Xbox over a PC when most of the games that come out for the Xbox? Right coming up for the pc right you know I've, I've only recently gotten into pc gaming because i only recently had a pc that could actually play modern games so i've never been a pc gamer but i never really understood why you know someone will get an xbox when eventually those titles are going to go on your pc which may run them better on that you know on that platform yeah. so except now i think with with the hardware that's on the the newest xbox i don't know its name um it's cheap. Wouldn't it be cheaper to get the Xbox than a newer PC for like a thousand dollars or something? Like the the power is there, mm-hmm. right? But be, beyond that, I mean, why get one over a PC? Well, th- my only question is, do these new consoles even have media storage? Are they just going with you know downloadable content? Do we know? I mean, like, do I, mean, I think I was this? looking. I think I was looking at the Xbox. I don't think it had a, a DVD DVD drive or anything in it. No, I I, I hope so. If it doesn't have that, I wouldn't I, touch I, it with a. I cringe. Yeah, I was about to say I cringe. If you go all digital, nope, no, thank you. I don't yep. care. Yeah, you can sell it for dollars, and it's going to be a paperweight. I'm not doing all yep. digital, physical media yep. or nothing. But could you ma- guys imagine? Because the new one's probably going to come out standard 4K, right? I mean, it might yep. have a step up for 8K. Not that we're there yet, but that's at least in the video world where I'm at. That's the trend right now. 8K. Mm-hmm. They're talking about 8K TVs around Christmas time this year um, that are going to be more prominent than like like we see 4K TVs. You'll be able to pick one up for two, three hundred dollars. Um, that's what scares me because think about the gigabytes and terabytes of games that you have to download. Oh, absolutely. People's internet connection. They're, it'll take them a week to download one game. Well, yeah. I mean, I just bought no, Final Fantasy VII remake for my PlayStation Four put it in there's like a 45 minute load time just to get the game started i'm like well this is awesome <laughs> they're all putting their bets into g5 to be quite yeah. honest yeah that's what if that g5 comes and does what they say it's going to do that won't be a problem 
Right. But you're going to pay for it. G5 is not going to be the same price as your cable company now. And Doug's already got the best quality cable now. He probably wouldn't even want G5. So I don't know, Doug, if you heard this, but somebody, uh, Nacho Libre in the chat room, he wants to know if the the rumor is true with the PS5 being compatible, backwards compatible, excuse me, all the way back to version one. I did hear a rumor about that, but I again, it's it's a it's a rumor. It's not necessarily. What do you? Last I heard, the the official thing was it was only going to be backwards compatible to PS4, and that was only partial. It wasn't like all. Oh, really? But yeah, everyone was hoping it was like PlayStation One all the way through, and that's what I was excited for because you could sell that thing to me four thousand dollars, and I'll buy it because you give me that big of a library to be able to play on one device, absolutely. But right, apparently that's not the case. Wow. I'd love to be wrong. Hopefully, something comes out tomorrow and says. Doug's an idiot. <laughs> plays it all. The, uh, are the PS4s well, the thing, backwards? The thing too, though. Well, they, they, but Pat, even what you're saying right there, most people buy Xbox or PlayStation probably also have the one, two, three, and four already. So, I mean, me, no. I have an Xbox and I have a PS2. It's about, and I have no games for the PS2, which have PS2. But most of the people have backward compatible anyway. I mean, they already have the old systems, do they not? I mean, they're, they're, it's almost like Yankees and Mets. Or the Giants and the Jets, you stick with your team, and you already have all the machines that go with it. True. Sometimes. Um, well, like uh, the PS3. Okay, I got the PS3. I have a PS2, but I got rid of my PS1 a long time ago because my PS2 can play PS1 games. My PS3 can play PS1 games. So I got rid of the PS1, um, but it, it wasn't really a selling point for me. It was for the PS2. I like that the PS2 could play PS1 games. But when I got the PS3, it wasn't because I wanted to play my PS1 games on it but to to be able to do that i mean even if it's in a digital format do do they allow digital ps1 or ps2 games on ps4 do they do they do any of that older stuff yeah you can buy them through the playstation store and do it that way all right it would be nice to have something you can play your physical media on though why why buy it once you can buy it twice oh yeah i mean nintendo they're pros of that how many times have we bought old nintendo games to the (laughs) e-shop oh don't remind me (laughs) More on a mini. Or... <laughs> I have it on. I do. So, so we're gonna get into what Patton does. He mentioned the mini, but one thing, like Doug just said about how many, like I bought the Legend of Zelda, the original Nintendo version, just for my 3DS because I wanted to have it portable. Even though I have it on my PC, I have it on Coin Ops, I have it on <laughs> my at games, I have it on. You know, yeah. Animal Crossing, I think, has a version of it. Oh, are you serious? Not the new one, but like one on 3DS. I think, can't you find like little Nintendo cartridges oh. in the game or something? And one of them you can find is the original Legend of Zelda, and you can play it in Animal oh. Crossing. They get one you coming them. and going. They really want you to remember yep. that classic. I wouldn't well, again, mind the this. game. The games are good, so I people want to replay yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's how it goes. They get you. I just played Super Mario Brothers today just because I had my son. Uh, awesome. I was homeschooling with, uh, with my kids. So uh, my son, who's five, who hasn't really started king- kindergarten yet, I've been playing the uh, Sesame Street games with him on the in Nintendo. I put it on my uh, NES Classic, and uh, so he does the Sesame Street, you know, ABC one, two, three games. And when we were taking a break, I I started at Mario Brothers just because I felt like playing Mario Brothers. There you go, perfect. That's uh, my son's first real game was Mario Brothers. Uh, playing it on a tablet though, with a little Bluetooth <laughs> controller. I mean. Uh, Either way, raise that them was right. the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, actually, it might have been 
No, it was Mario Brothers. That was the first game he played. It was. Wasn't was, an Atari was it, game. Was I didn't torture him with that. Was it an Apple tablet? Because it worked. Didn't you on Atari? Nope, it was good old Android version 3. <laughs> Asus tablet. That, here we go. <laughs> so you guys all remember, uh, uh, I don't know, about 10 episodes ago when I got my Super Nintendo Mini. And I started complaining because of the cabling and everything that they, all these other videos were telling you about and HackG and all this other stuff. I'm watching these videos of well-known YouTubers that are telling me, get this version, do this, get this cable. I ended up patenting, what did I tell you? I bought like eight different cables and none of them worked. And you're like, well, send me screenshots and stuff of this. So before that, you must have tuned into one of these shows. You saw it. He emails me at the kindness of heart. He says, I'll help you out. He says, Let's let's get let's figure this out. Here I find out I'm running the wrong version of Hatchy, which is Oops. why the stupid cable wasn't working, right? So mm-hmm. he, he ends up telling me this. Get it working and everything. I said, dude, you need to come on the show. I said, You need to come on here and talk to everyone. And I started I only, watched his only video. Took ten episodes later. Took ten episodes. Yeah, well, he he his schedule didn't oh, quite you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, his schedule didn't line up. So but anyways, he's here. <laughs> So, Patton, why don't you tell everybody that may not know you, if they were like me and lived under a rock, um, about what kind of videos you're doing right now and, and, and your transition, because you're you're kind of like me in this sense where yeah, I wanted to keep the minis, but now I'm kind of thinking maybe let's go deeper. <laughs> yeah, uh, mainly on my channel. Uh, when I first started, it, I specialized in modding all the mini systems in Nintendo. I think the SNES Classic was just coming out when I started making the videos. Um, and literally the only reason I started everything, it, it wasn't to have a channel. It was because, uh, somebody wanted a video. How do I do this on, uh, what was it? GBA temp. It was the GBA temp forums where the new hacky was coming out. And, you know, there were a lot of written guides, but somebody said, you know, I, I do a lot better if someone would make a video. So I just tucked up my PC real quick. I did a quick little tutorial and everybody's like, oh, that's great. Well, what about adding new games? So I did another one, another one. And now I just kept doing more and more and it ended up, you know, growing the channel to where it's at now. But um, yeah, I still do the mini stuff. Um, I, I don't do as much just because it's been, it's, it's almost three years now. I think these systems have been out. I think it's a little over three years. So there's only so much you can keep telling people how to do it before everybody knows how to do it. You know, there's, there's no more to teach, um, you know, until like a new mini system comes out. So like, you know, when the Genesis came out, more tutorials came out, you know, once the TurboGrafx-16 is act, more tutorials will come out for that. But the, the content, you know, slows down. So, you know, I like to try and find different things to talk about. Like, um, you know, I started uh, game hunting for the original stuff. So I, I get, you know, original Nintendo, Super Nintendo games, uh, Genesis and you know I got the new Legends Arcade Ultimate which I love so so freaking much. <laughs> um, so I've been I've been trying to do a couple of videos on that a live stream on that. So I'm spread out a little bit, but um, I, I still the the mini still are very very special to me. And you know uh, although the content's slowing down, I'm moving to other stuff. Um, I I still you know love working with them and my kids love the minis. You know they they do they kind of get the original, um, the physical media, but the minis are just like so much easier for them to, to use, especially, you know, they're, they're, they're not used to the, the putting in games and powering on, you know, it's just turn it on. It's like the game and play. So it's really awesome for the kids. They love it. It's a really good way for them to get into those older games, even though they, they're hard as nails for them. They don't get why they can't just keep playing after, 
you know, they die a few times. That's a good idea. Maybe after I get all the original consoles, I'll take the other ones up to my seven-year-old's room and say, here you go. You got a bunch of new mini consoles <laughs> that you could play, and then it'll get make some room down here for me. I like yeah, that idea. The, That's smart thinking. When the, and, you know, that way they're not handling your expensive, you know, original, you know, cartridges I... and stuff like that. <laughs> no, it's funny you say that because that with the Saturn, Glenn, you and I were talking about, that's why you helped me, you know, hack that up because I said to Glenn, I'm like, I don't want my seven-year-old handling these. I mean, you're paying $50, like what they normally cost years ago. And like Glenn's like, they're not going to last forever. So making yeah. copies of them, let this way, if he puts in the copy and it scratches, oh, I'll copy another one, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's my biggest fear. Even I've been taking the Nintendo 64 games out of their box because I, I bought them complete in box. In the boxes, not perfect. It's not gradable. But just leaving the game sit so they're not opening and closing the boxes all the time and ruining yeah. the cardboard. I mean, ripping the ends off those boxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know they're not perfect, but I'm trying to preserve it as best as I can. That, yep. just fun stuff. Stuff like that's you know, uh, what I've been getting into. Like when the minis came out, you know, it was it was a big nostalgia trip for me. You know, seeing a actual you know little Nintendo, you know, with the the controller, the original controller, pretty much the original controller. Um, brought back a ton, uh, you know, nostalgia just hit me hard. Um, and then when I started going to these like actual retro game stores, I was like, it's, it's a different feeling than when using the minis. And, and a lot of people don't, you know, not disagree with it, but they don't understand it either because they weren't around for the original games or they don't see the point. Why are you spending, you know, $15 on a game when that's half the price of a, a PlayStation classic, you know, when you can get all these games and better games and, but it's 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 just a feeling. It's it's hard to explain, you know, what the, that that feeling brings to have an original cartridge in your hand and putting it in a system and, and powering it on. It's just something different. This is what right. you tell we, them. We were talking about that before. We were because there's the, all these multi carts, and I generally mm -hmm. want the hardware, and I buy a multi cart. But there is an intangible feeling of having that original game and putting it in the cartridge or sliding it into the Nintendo. It's just a different feeling, and it, it, it's hard to explain, and I think it has something to do with nostalgia of putting the game in there, because today you can play them on a Raspberry Pi. You can play them on your PC. Mm -hmm. You can buy a multi-card, put 4,000 games on one cartridge, never take it out. But it's, it's just something weird about putting that original game in and seeing it fired up. It's, it's, it's weird, that's, but that, you're right. That's what I was going to say. You tell everybody to go look at Glenn's room and go look at uh, Metal Jesus Rocks, and you'll understand why we all want the physical Yes, it's very, and I, I haven't I haven't bought an original physical cartridge or anything in it's been close to twenty years now. So when I when I actually had one in my hand, I was like, oh, this is something different. So like I I almost got like addicted to it, not addicted, but you know I I just wanted to keep going to keep going. Um, and the only thing that I'm I'm kind of not really gonna get into, I don't think I'm going to get original consoles. Um, I, I might, but it might be like way later. So like I'm, I'm kind of trying more for the 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 clone console route. Oh, um, give like, it time, but, give it time. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but I did try. I, I just did a review on the um, what is it, the classic two HD, and I I thought, you know, and I said this in the review. I thought I was more casual um, about the games, but as soon as I heard how those games sounded with that system, I'm like, I can't do this. Like even I, I just I just couldn't do it. So um, I think uh, you guys were talking about the FPGA before. 
like, like I, I think yeah the mister or um what is it the retro usb avs or the analog systems i think those are all fpga systems um i think i'm gonna have to put some dough in and actually go with the hardcore the hardcore route on those well i think that's we talked about that again before i think that is the ultimate future for all these the the original machines are going to start breaking down and we're yes, going to need people was, to recreate right, them this way yeah, that was another one of the reasons I didn't want to get like an original Nintendo Super Nintendo because they will start breaking down. You know, it, it's, it, I mean, they've been out how long? 30, over 30 years now? Mm-hmm. That's 30 year old tech. That's, that's a very old time. And eventually there's not going to be anything you can do to that until you turn into like a Frankenstein. And at that point, it's not going to be an original Nintendo anymore. You're going to make so many adaptions to it to try and make it work that you, you've completely changed the system. Well, I'll definitely say, and you bet me on this one, that the old Atari, the old Nintendos, up until like the, you know, the SNES, or even the N64 probably, the TurboGrafx-16, the Sega Genesis, they're going to well outlast the Xboxes and the PlayStation 4s and 5s because those new machines, they, they just burn out just looking at them. These old machines, <laughs> yeah. they, you know, they, they, they lasted. The old Atari, you know, that was made in 1977. They still work. The uh, the Sega Master Systems they still work. Sega Genesis they work. The technology is well, a little bit simpler. They run cooler. These new high tech machines you're spending hundreds of dollars on die in six months. Yeah, what was it? The Xbox 360 had a 10% failure rate, which was like at the time one of the highest electronic failure rates in human history of any device, Ooh, let alone a game no, device. I don't know about that. I'm gonna bring up the the Coleco Adam <laughs> on that one. That that, that was yeah. Um, but, all right. How many people bought, bought the Coleco Adam versus how many? Oh, people a lot. Bought the problem is the return rate. The return rate was like ninety nine percent. So a lot yeah. of people bought it, and they all went back. And then Coleco went, bye. Yeah, but to your point, Glenn, you know, st- stuff was made better back then than it is now. Um, like the old Nokia cell phones that you could run over with a tank and still call and play Snake on it five <laughs> minutes later, versus your iPhone. If you sneeze, you break the glass. You know, so that's right, ladies. Remember that the older is the better okay, just saying. <laughs> it's like a fine wine age to perfection yeah i don't know if that counts with electronics so i wouldn't want an nokia today that's you know that was the scary part when i started thinking about buying these consoles was i buy all this stuff and then let's say the super nintendo or the nintendo 64 just dies on me then what you know but everything so far is retaining its value actually the value is going up on certain things mm-hmm. um so I don't know. It's it's kind of like how I was with the the arcade games from uh, from arcade one up. You know, I just kept building and building until I ran out of room. And now it's like I want to collect something that works. And I stuff that I didn't have as a kid. I mean, Doug, we talked about this on previous yep. episodes. Like, I didn't have a Nintendo sixty four as a kid. My brother did, and you know, when we were young kids, it's like you're not touching it. It's my system. You know, yep. so I I didn't really no get problem. to play it. So last night I was playing it. My my wife actually helped me through the first two levels of Mario because I didn't understand that I was just trying to beat the level. I didn't understand that you had to go through and get the different stars and get, you mm-hmm. know, get, it's because I never had it, you know? Yeah, you're playing like an old Mario. You're just like, I just yeah. Get yeah, I'm looking for warp zones and, you yeah. know, and, and stuff. And apparently there is some, but uh, yeah. So last night I played, I, you know, I got 12 star- stars in the first two levels and she's telling me to go into Boo's castle and I'm getting lost in there and I was getting frustrated <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, but but it's but it's cool because it's it's a new memory being made, right? So I can look back when I have grandkids and say, you know, me and your grandma used to sit here and play this. And it just sounds funny now, but 
Uh, it's just my son come down. He he wants to play it like it's like a new world to him. Like he he's just oh, I mean he's, he's all about Fortnite. Don't get me wrong, but he's all about this too. Like he wants to like dad. What what kind of games can you get for this? I mean that's that's what he's asking. You know? like, Good ones. You know. <laughs> Pull up a chair, son. Let me tell you a little thing called Rainbow Road. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that because um I hooked up the what was it one of the the blasts the Atari blasts uh the one with the the um uh the the twisting controllers the paddle controllers and um there's a game on there called Save Mary and it's just a game <laughs> where you lower some boxes down onto a platform and this girl <laughs> she climbs up. My eight year old at the time loved that game. She couldn't get enough of it, and it was that one in like Cannonball, I think, where you shoot a guy and you're trying to shoot him through the ring every time I or through into a basket or something, and if you miss, he crumbles down. And she was cracking up, and we we played Pong for like an hour. It was insane. These kids love these these older games. Yeah, I just I think it's I think it's really cool that they've embraced it like they did, and hear your kids do it. And um, I don't know one thing that that kind of my son asked me the other day. Uh, was we went to the store and you, you were talking about this consoles that played the multiple games like you can get one for the the retrons and stuff and and my son was like so how comes they don't have one for a turbo graphic 16 and i was kind of like you know one that's interesting as as i know do they have one yeah the uh, retro freak um it, it's an emulation clone console it'll play turbo graphic 16 um what are the cards? You got the Hue card. Yeah, the Hue card. Super graphics. Super graphics. There's three kinds of cards, right, Glenn? Yeah, that you have the the PC Engine, which is also the Turbo Graphics, and the Core Graph Graphics. Then there's the Super Graphics, and then you have CD-ROM. So you have two different types of cards, and then the CD. Uh, then with the CD, you have the regular. Then you have the arcade card, and you got the enhanced card. So there's like three different of those. And it'll okay, so it'll yeah, play the, it. I think it's the Retro Freak will play the card types. Um, and then the Polymega, which I don't know if did it just come out or it's coming out. Real it's soon. coming out. Okay, that can play uh, uh, CDs the, the CD. right now. Yeah, and and the CD the games. old TurboGrafx games with the add-on. So that's but that's also an emulation one, so it doesn't actually play. You know the the things that just dumps the ROM, plays it from the system. And this is Correct. the part where Glenn tells us he has three on pre-order or three ordered. No. And he's got five in the back. No, that one doesn't interest me at all. The, the Polymega does not interest me uh, at all. I know a lot of people are excited about it. It doesn't interest me at all. Um, it's basically an emulation box. I mean, it, I have no interest in those uh, myself. I want the original hardware or to use a PC or uh, Raspberry Pi at that point and, and 3D print a, a case. Um, I don't have any interest in those type of machines at all. It, it doesn't even look that attractive to me. I know it, I was watching a couple of videos on YouTube, and apparently it's got very good Sega Saturn emulation coming out from the get-go. Mm -hmm. PlayStation emulation good at the get-go. It's got a lot of themes that are coming out for it, but I just I myself have no interest in it at all. But only system with Sega Saturn emulation, I think. But right. what? And but good what, Sega Saturn. But what about emulation. like if you have an original console and you didn't want to play it and you wanted to, you know, keep its life, and you could buy an emulate not an emulated but one of those multiple input boxes like like we're talking about with the retron to play the the hue cards i mean you you said a couple of weeks ago that that you know even if you put the roms on one of the the uh, mega drives or whatever right and put it in there that it would play just like the original game right so wouldn't you want to do something like that to preserve your console and then just buy uh no you know no 
Nope. <laughs> well, no, I would. At that, nope. nope. If I can't put, you, if I, yeah, if I could use a, a flash cart in original hardware, I'm cool with that. To me, that's cool. After that, I'll is, just use, use a ROM and emulation you, on a PC. Don't you have like 50 consoles, so you'll never run out of? <laughs> you know, they'll never go bad because when one goes bad, you still got the next. Yeah, he does, yeah, but normal yeah. people don't. Yes, he does, but, but also, normal people another don't. Another thing, though, really, honestly, is the older machines when they do break, generally they're easy to fix. Uh, uh, once you start getting to maybe the Super Nintendo, not as much. But before that, unless the actual chip is fried, it's usually a capacitor that went bad or a bad solder joint. Usually they're always oh, got to be clean. These old ones are that robust. So they, they will fail eventually. I'll probably fail. I'm guaranteeing I'm probably going to fail before these systems fail around here. And then my son will simply just take them and throw them in the garbage because that is it. Get rid of them that way. But um, I, I don't know. The For me, if I can't use the... the and the original cartridge or never drive in original hardware, I'm just fine with using a PC and just throwing it on the machine and playing it that way. Because to, honestly, for me, I know I'm, I'm different than a lot of people. Well, okay. We all know I'm different than a lot of people. <laughs> the, point, the point I was just trying to make is I'm more about like the hardware architecture, how the, how the thing kind of works. I play the games, and as you guys know, I, I suck at quite a few of the games. But I'm not really into it for that. I'm in for just the technology, these engineers who sat down and, made it work or found ways to make it really inexpensive or it wasn't expensive it made you pay a high price for it that's where it gets it for me and i always when i play these games another thing i tend to do is when i watch a movie i kind of throw myself back into that time frame when i'm playing my atari or pong i'm not thinking i'm in 2020 playing that game i'm putting myself back when that machine first came out what would have felt like sitting down there for the first time coming home from sears in 74 Connected to your TV set and how that how that was. To me, that's kind of the experience for me. And a lot of people just want to play the game. They want to experience the game. They want to have instant, uh, you know, gameplay. I'm different as far as that goes. That's why I don't need to collect the actual cartridges. I want to collect the the actual machines to open them up and see how it was laid out, how they made things work, and if they're broke. I love getting them broke. So I like trying to fix them. I'm weird. I'm with I know. You. No, I'm with you. Thank you Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, because actually when uh you know when when I was just doing the mini stuff and I wasn't doing the, the game hunting stuff, people were like, What's the point in hacking these minis when you can just buy a Raspberry Pi? So, you know, the argument was, well, a Raspberry Pi doesn't have the feeling that there's nothing, it's just a computer you're playing your games on. With a mini, you you have the actual controller, you know, you have the system, it's just a mini version, but it's the nostalgia. It's 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 bringing you back to the time where you used to play this as a kid. Raspberry Pis didn't exist when I was, you know, five, six years old. So, you know, it's it's all about the feeling, and a lot of people don't get that. They just, like you said, they want that instant. Just sit down, turn it on, and play. It's that sunshine in your pocket. <laughs> I will, I'll spare everybody. Hey, Zohar in the in the um, YouTube chat room gave a super chat. Said, "I just want to say I love everyone. Stay safe." <laughs> Hope everyone's staying safe out there because it's. Crazy world we're living in. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. It still, it still feels have... weird. It's just weird. The whole this whole this whole year. I thought 2019 was a bad year, and 2020 says, "Oh no, bitch, you ain't seen nothing yet." <laughs> and I mean, they canceled us San Diego Comic Con today. Yeah, they canceled it. Yep, sure did. I mean, honestly, I yep. was surprised it took them this long, but like, it just—it's a weird, eerie, Walking Dead world that we live in. But. 
the future's looking better because, I mean, it looks like some places are going to be opening up very shortly. I know our state sounds like it's going to be one of them. Christmas is canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> Christmas so, is canceled. So before we get to wrap things up, I did want to share a, a tip kind of thing. I, again, I, I want to stress that I am not a pro modder at any of this stuff, but I do know how to mod these arcade one-up cabinets. And anybody that's watched videos knows that you can pretty much do it if you can follow simple instructions. So my brother was over here last week, and um, he came out like he does yearly, helping me with some stuff in the house, like putting lights in the shower where we didn't have any. And um, he had bought this Marvel cabinet from Arcade One Up, and uh, our good friend Angel uh, made him a lighted marquee that we put on. He bought all, everything that I told him to buy. And I want to draw everybody's attention to the back here of the monitor. So I, when I put this out, everybody kind of went after me and said that you really shouldn't put that on the monitor, which I knew because you could fry it. Now, if anybody's taken apart the new Arcade 1-Ups, you realize that the wires are not as long as the ones in the original Street Fighter cabinets that we all have been modding. So I was like, dang it, now how the heck am I going to get it down there on the board where everything else is, the pie is and everything? So since he was traveling back with this and we put it together out here, I put duct tape uh, on the wires to hold everything. Well, it's actually Gorilla Tape to hold everything on the sides. But what I did was I took industrial-strength Velcro and put it down on the monitor because normally you would ground that wire, the black wire that you can see off to the left, to the actual uh, board for the LCD. And But Arcade One Up, what they do is they actually, on the new versions, they ground it right to the monitor. So you can kind of see I left that ground wire there and just put the Velcro in between it, and it's keeping yeah, it, it's keeping fine. it from hurting it. Right. <laughs> but but uh, I, I wanted to tell people, so you don't run into if you can't do that, if, you, if you're unable to make, don't pull those wires and rip them out. Stick yeah, them in the back. Not. Yeah, stick right. them in the back. Yeah. You're going to be fine. He was running it, and, yep. and he was one also that was saying, you know, to me, my daughter and him were, were playing it to test all the different ROMs out. But he was saying the same thing, like, hey, this is awesome. And he told me his stepson uh, was playing. They played Tecmo Super Bowl. They played Turtles and The Simpsons. And, and my brother's like, you just made a kid happy. And it again, it's Raspberry Pi, you know. But even him, he was like, man, I remember when we used to play this. We'd sneak down after we went to bed and we'd be playing off-road. And, you know, those are the types of things that, you know, right. But after playing that and going to a cartridge pat patent, it's just like, I want the cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> I want the cartridge. I'm sorry. It sounds weird, but I understand it. I understand more now, even with the, the whole emulation and the differences with it. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there. I thought it was a cool little, you know, I said to him, I said, you know, we're not supposed to put this on the monitor. And he goes, well, let's try it. So that's what we did. So, anyways, there's that. Another thing, real quick, I'll add to that because yeah. you did put tape there. There's a thing called uh, Kapton tape, and if you ever open up any electronics, you see it's like a yellow, transparent tape. That's Kapton tape, and if you put that over in the back, that also prevents any type of shorting. But again, all the machines that I've modded, I'm gonna be honest. My, I use regular like 17-inch HP or uh, uh, Zenith monitors, whatever I have lying around, and as long as you have the thick enough uh, double-sided tape or double-sided Velcro, you're not going to have a problem. You're not gonna, it's not going to short out. So I do it all the time. And 
nothing's blown up in here yet. Sure. Now he tells me after I after I'm sitting there like, oh, I, well, I'm I'm feeling bad because it's my brother's. I'm like, I don't know. I always, mine I put it on the wood. The other ones I've done, I put it on the wood for friends and stuff. No. Yeah, those new BOE monitors, they have that short LVDS cable, so you can't really stretch it all the way down to the wood. So, I mean, on my cocktail cabinet, mine is literally ghetto rigged with some cardboard in between, um, right. mainly just because I'm going to replace the monitor anyway. But, yeah, as long as you put something in between, you'll be all right. Well, right. And another I, thing you, you, could, you could do – I'm sorry, real quick. I no, no, you're, no, 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 no you're fine. You're fine. Uh, you know when you go to the store and you get those the paint sticks? You know, you oh, yeah, yeah. It. You can also mount it to that and then mount that inside the monitor as well. So there's all things you could do. It's thin. It'll protect and insulate it. You can do that as well. Good old popsicle stick. That's it. <laughs> well, it was his, and I didn't I didn't want it ruining it. And I had to yeah. think of something that I could put in there that was going to stay in its travels home in the back of a truck for six hours. So that was kind of the, the logic there. And it, but, it, but it seemed to work. But I think I wanted to bring that because, like I said, there was a lot of people that were messaging me going, you really shouldn't do that. It wasn't like they were yelling at me or anything but and i and i said well no it, it's actually fine i mean i was touching the monitor even with it on that wasn't zapping me or anything like that so <laughs> that's always a good test hey i figured <laughs> i'm putting it together i wasn't gonna let him get zapped with it right I, you know I, I would do that but um he did like the legends ultimate i know pat and you just got done saying like you're love with that you know with uh the legends ultimate <laughs> all, all in all these cores are coming out the sega cds are going on it's i you know i don't know if you guys yeah, have done that I, I broke um, i've done a a ton of that on the on the minis um and on my pc and i just recently found i didn't know that was a new thing i i just figured that there had always been a core for it i had no idea so there were actually a couple questions on the um the alu or the uh, uh at games discord someone was like my sega cd games aren't working so i was like well did you put the bios in it and hey, and I'm the content already, already troubleshooting yeah <laughs> well it's i broke the cardinal rule i put turbo graphics on that and i put <laughs> Sega CD, so I'm equal. I'm oh. in the middle. I'm in the middle. And, and, and on that note, um, to Doug, I don't know if you saw my last video. I did oh. uh, when I reviewed <laughs> my, when I reviewed these. I admitted something. I admitted something. I did. He did. You did. Okay. So yeah. what I basically said was, I'm glad he saw it. Was that there is a version of Space Harrier on the PC Engine and TurboGrafx-16? And of course, you know, it was a home console. You could do on the Genesis. And mm -hmm. it's horrible. I mean, I think it was horrible on the TurboGrafx-16. Why they put that on there as to showcase the game, the frame rate I thought was bad, the scaling I thought was bad, the music was just, eh. And the Genesis absolutely trounced it there. So, Doug, I want to give you that one kudos for that. Because I think, I think, take that one small victory. <laughs> I think that was on the Genesis Mini too, Space Harrier. And it was. I didn't and like it's, that. It's so much better. I, I thought the TurboGrafx-16 Mini version was better. Oh, here we go. Wow. I mean, ne neither of them touched the arcade version, but I, I specifically remember uh, playing the Genesis mini version, and I was like, hmm, I didn't like that. But when I, uh, I pulled it up on the TurboGrafx-16 mini, I was like, oh, well, this is better than the one on the Genesis, but I don't know, maybe I was just... Try it one more time. I'm telling you, I, 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 I was just like, I was disappointed. I was really disappointed that they threw that on there. To me, that was the lowest point of the console was was that game yeah that one didn't translate good to home any home console 32x not too bad yes yeah. well we're gonna have to wrap this up and go into post show and if you guys you want to stick around we've got a new way for you guys to interact in the post show and you got to stick around for the post show to see how to do that but we want to thank our special guest here Patton plays if you want to give a plug of where to find you and check out all your good stuff 
Sure thing. Uh, well, first, thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, if you guys are interested in doing any kind of uh, not just mini mods on your system, console reviews, um, game collecting, more like game hunting, um, or arcade stuff, uh, just find me on Patent Plays on YouTube. I also have a Facebook page. I got a Twitter. Um, and I do have a Discord um, that you can find me on. So if you're interested in, in mostly retro stuff, not all retro stuff, but uh, yeah, come find me. Awesome. Awesome. Also, Mr. Douglas Smith, youtube.com slash cool toy. Go check out some of his new videos. And you just put up one about your cocktail cabinet. And what else you got going on? Yeah. So I got some books. So that's going to be weird. People are going to be like, what? You're going <laughs> to review, review books? What is it? But no, I got some interesting books that people might be uh, fond of if they like retro games and things like that that I'm going to be talking about very soon. Um, I'll have more updates on that cocktail cabinet because I can't stop tinkering with it. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I got in the works. Well, and and you've got a new series that you're doing weekly for at games as well. Yeah, for at games, I'm doing a, a little tutorial session video series with them every Sunday at noon is a new video for the next long time. So <laughs> foreseeable, <laughs> foreseeable future, <laughs> yeah, foreseeable future. But hopefully that helps new newcomers, new users out there that you know because some of our videos in the past, you know, they get bogged down in the YouTube algorithm and it's hard to find those. So. Hopefully these new videos help out new users and uh, people discover new things and all the functionality and features that their Legends Ultimate Arcade offers them. Awesome. awesome. That was a lot in a breath. Woo. He did. <laughs> it was a lot. He did. He was turning blue. Did you see it? Yeah. I did. <laughs> and we've got Mr. Glenn Planamento. He's holding something. What's he holding? I want to give a shout out to Richie Knuckles. I got my DVD. I think you got yours too, did you not? I did, yes. Cough, cough, still haven't got mine. Not yet. Wow, man. There's no love for, for the cool toy. Sorry. You better ben, send him a message because he might have uh, not got yeah, your address. Yeah, I'll double check. Everyone. Yeah. Very cool. You guys can check out Glenn, youtube.com slash Glenn's Retro Show, as well as he is the owner of a lot of the – I'm not going down the line, Glenn. <laughs> of all the all – the, uh, the Amazon the, of Facebook groups. The, yeah, the, the groups. Go check them out. And uh, – Guys, we really appreciate it. Go subscribe to the show. You can find everything out um, on the web. We, we're just about everywhere your favorite podcast is. iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, all that good stuff for video and audio. If you don't want the video and you just want to listen to this banter, uh, you can download the audio. But we really appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll see you next week for more here of the Retro Buzz. And for those that are still here, stay tuned for the, the post show. See you next week.